Welcome to the Future Hero Podcast. My name is Baxter. Thank you for pressing play. And I am changing it up. Because something happened for all of us here in the stage that has changed it up. And I don't want to start with music tonight just as a way of honoring the break that has happened in all the lives affected by the Orlando shooting. And especially those lives of the victims and their families and their dear friends and their roommates. It is a super tragic event and unfortunately the real picture of its ugliness is lost on us because we've seen so many ugly pictures almost like it recently. And I know that there are many theories already about the motivations of the shooter in Orlando and what was in his heart. But there is no denying that his target of choice was a gay club during Pride Month. Latino night. That that was his target. And it's a tragedy. And I think it's important for all of us to look at what role we play and if in any way we contribute to putting targets on the back of people. And if so, then we cease that action. To see our words as seeds or as leaves and to make sure that they don't track back to that hate in any way, shape, or form. My heart goes out to all the families and the victims and the friends and the roommates who have experienced this loss. and to all the communities, the LGBTQ community that has been so impacted by this because they, like the people in that club, are also targeted for being and expressing who they feel and who I feel they are. And if this man was troubled or confused in his sexuality and that's why he shot it up or if he was advised to by some terrorist organization to shoot it up he still targeted homosexuality The best way we can honor the victims of Orlando 
is to remember them. And to take that remembrance into tough decisions. But needed choices. Thank you. And now on to episode 11. Welcome to the Future Hero Podcast. My name is Baxter. Thank you for pressing play. I come in peace. I just want to chill and talk to you while you do whatever it is that you need to do, whether that's moving or hooping or flowing or yoga or just running on elliptical or cleaning the kitchen, whatever it is. Sometimes I use podcasts just to motivate me, to give me a container or a block of time that I can do something. So I'll say, okay, I'm going to do 30 minutes at this, and this podcast will help get me through that. And maybe this podcast can serve that way for you. And whatever reason or whatever case, thank you. I want to talk today about awareness, and I want to talk to you about it, um, give you a little bit about the story about how it came into my life, um, but I specifically want to talk about it within your body, and of course there's always greater understandings, and um, that's the beauty of life, there's higher parallels, but Right now, I just really want to talk about awareness and how we can use awareness to really fuel our movement creatively and really enhance the experience of our bodies. As most of you know, I come from the flow world and um, there's loads of definitions about flow and what it means. But for me, flow is like uh, it's a it's a state of confidence. It's a flow, an uninterrupted flow of movement impulse. And it was actually um, when I started to have these moments of utilizing awareness, at least as far as I understood it, in my actual movement, that I kind of was able to get into this stream of of really just tapping the movement impulses rather than having thoughts about all of them. Or at least that's how it felt. And awareness really sort of introduced me to a sort of natural way of experiencing that so that there was not really so much decision-making anymore, but just having awareness somewhere. And that part of my body, like, imagining like my awareness is in my right hand we might do some of this later the awareness is in my right hand and 
the moment I say that, it, my right hand feels as if I have turned a light on, you know, inside of the hand. Uh, you can try it with me now if you want. I was going to do this later, but, you know, as you are listening to this, whatever activity you are, you can maintain the same thing. You could even just be laying in bed and listening to this and not moving at all. And if I said right hand, right hand, right hand, turn, pull your awareness to your right hand. By awareness, I mean uh, a good way to think about it is the, you know, someone walking in, a miniature person walking into that body part and turning the light on. And then there in that light, they can see better. And it's some kind of... Uh, Kind of like the difference in the, the light is, is more of a, like when you're feeling a pain, that is more of a focused light too, because you're trying to find the pain. And so focus is kind of like a flashlight spotlight in that way. Awareness in the way that I'm talking about is more like daylight. Like it would, it would be as if um, something walked into your right hand right now and opened I'll pull back the curtains, open the shades or whatever, and your hand was illuminated. And you can do it with me now. I don't know if you exactly what activity you're doing, but awareness doesn't have to change the motion of the hand at all. And you can just push your awareness to your right hand and you will begin to feel its nuances differently. And my experience, and I don't know if this is just me, but my experience has been that feeling those nuances, um, they begin to kind of link together and inform in a very um, subtle way. And it feels like, um, like, you know, organic in a way that it's hard to describe. And I have noticed that sometimes when I can't seem to tell my brain what to do with my hands or whatever, that awareness, if I can just, you know, relax into it and start to break this down in awareness, that uh, it kind of builds the bridge from what I can't do to what I can do. talking so much I haven't even introduced the artist this is Rockja Rockja he contacted me through SoundCloud which I hope many of you will if you know any musicians and they'd like to contribute their music have it featured um, I would love to hear it and offer it up here anyway he reached out to me and I checked his channel out and I just think I don't know how long he's been uh, doing it he doesn't have a lot of tracks up in fact I'm using almost all of them but I think he shows a lot of promise or um, already, not just uh, potential. Like I think he's uh, he's doing it right so far. So if you like what he's doing, his name his name is spelled R A K J A R A K J A Rakja, and uh, super cool of him to offer his music up. I'll let you listen to it.
So let's go back to this awareness thing. Because this is something that, before I go on, I, I think that you could feel it with me. So I want to keep the music up kind of high here. And whatever you're doing, I want you to imagine, as I said before, that your hands, whatever part of your body that I call out, that your awareness shifts there. And uh, it can be pretty cool. And if, if you can do it with me, left hand, left hand. This is something I do in my workshop sometimes, and it uh, can really help get you into your body. But right now, left hand. If you have room to dance, if you're moving already, just move as you are anyway, and send your awareness to your left hand. To your left hand. If you can move your left hand, if you are moving it already, you can, or if you're holding something, you feel it differently. Even the air feels different around my hand. I'm hardly moving my left hand at all, and I can feel the air in the room because my awareness is there. Whereas before, if I was uh, my focus was somewhere else, um, my awareness, awareness might be trapped by my focus, could be. And I would be missing all of this. Right hand. Right hand. That's nice. When I say right hand, I'm asking to put your awareness there. Like they turn the light on. You're not telling it what to do, but you're just turning the light on. Let's go back to the left hand, the left hand, shifting your awareness to that. And then just one more before I finish this up, back to the right hand. noticed through my teaching and well through not through my teaching excuse me through my own personal experience has been that when my awareness would move to my left hand or it would move to my right hand I don't know if you felt this or not but for me when that happens my hand movement starts to change and to be honest with you it looks better <laughs> it seems more sophisticated or something and as, as weird as this may sound, I really feel like awareness is making my hand more present to itself. And that it is making my hand move in a more smooth, organic way just by its presence. And I was asking you to bounce from your left hand to your right hand, your left hand to your right hand. Because for me, again, this might just be me, but what happens is the more I start to bounce back and forth between those hands, the more each time I leave one hand, like I say, I say awareness to the right hand, the left hand still remains somewhat alive. 
like I'm somewhat illuminated. Like there's a it's, there's a presence of the awareness still there. And then I switch it back, and same thing for the right. And so in my hoop teaching and in my classes, we will zing around the body on different body parts like left elbow, right elbow. You can try it now. Left elbow, right elbow. And then where people really start to get down is when you ask them to bring their awareness to their shoulders. Let's bring that up. So you can direct this idea of awareness, you can play with this model, and you can use it, um, or I certainly do, to loosen me up internally. So like in the beginning of my practices, uh, whichever activity I'm about to do, like I can bring this type of awareness movement, especially if I'm distracted. Like especially like if I'm if I'm worried that I don't really have time to be doing this or my mind's on like a million other things, sometimes just putting on tunes and just being like, okay, my awareness is in my left hand, it's in my left hand. And and even if it becomes this like uphill struggle to finally get the awareness into the left hand, once it there, once it's there, it has that uh, same pull of now. Of, of, you know, coming out of the sort of repetitive mental cycle that we're all on and being in this now. You know, awareness is a light and it, it, it sort of is illuminating the nowness. And so you can sing it all around the body. Um, but I remember when I first got into movement, um, I really got into hoop teaching. I read a book, and I'm so horrible at remembering book names, and I really wish that I could right now. Um, it was something to the effect of... I think it was something to the effect of a Taoist monk writes a Zen swordsman, a letter to a Zen swordsman or something like that. Anyway, the greater point... I'm sorry that I can't remember it for you. The greater point, though, was that in that book, that the monk suggested that he allow to not lock his awareness. I think he said beneath his, um, like the sort of sash on his robe when he would be fighting, but to let his awareness float throughout the whole body and to let it go anywhere that it wanted to go. And remember, this is a letter to a swordsman. And so, you know, split seconds of seconds are the difference between life and death. And so it is with the intent of making sure that that swordsman was as loose and fluid as possible that he suggested that he allow his awareness to float. And when you start to, so let's say we walk through the body and I'm sending my awareness to my right hand, I'm sending it to my left hand, down through the body. At some point, I can kind of let it go. 
No, if I'm involved in an activity beyond dance, like if I'm hoop dancing or if I'm playing a sport or if I'm doing some kind of movement thing, then my body is caught up in the activity and the awareness can really start to float and bounce within all that movement. And I took this monk's advice, of course, you know, whatever, thousands of years later, and I have to say that it changed the way that I flowed in the hoop and changed the way that I moved. And that idea of a floating awareness really began to take over how I saw my life. Rakja. So generous of him to offer his music up. If you like it, go check him out on Facebook. He needs to get some followers. It's too good. It's an example of a pearl in a shell that nobody's opened up yet. So like all things in the movement practice world, the lessons and the ideas that you have in there, inevitably, they just kind of make their way into your real life. And at some point, they go from the realm of the body to the realm of the world, really. And the idea of letting my awareness Float. Well, the idea of just awareness in general, but of letting it float has really helped me away from my movement practice. And what I mean by that, well, for one thing, just awareness in general, because I had confused awareness with judgment. And so I was in moments um, judging them, uh, looking for, like, building a case for a judgment of something, like within seconds of encountering it, or less than that. And what awareness did for me was to start to, you know, I started to expand this and like, well, awareness, maybe I should just be the light in the room right now. And I don't mean that in some biblical capital L way. I mean, maybe I should just view this as the sun would view it as daylight. Is light itself. <laughs> not and again, I'm not being like poetically religious here. But that I should just see it without being in it, without being focused on one thing. And it really helped my listening because when I used to listen, I guess I was building cases or something, and, and even though it wasn't um like visual, I was focusing in, waiting for them to say things and not listening. And awareness, that ability, that quality of nowness that it has, helped me become a better listener. And it's still, I've got a lot of work to go, but awareness has most definitely helped me.
Rakja is his name, R-A-K-J-A. He has offered up his music. It's beautiful. This song is called R-E-M State, and like true R-E-M, it gets a little uh, crazy. <laughs> in a good way, in a beautiful way. Just as I let my body, or let my awareness float within my body, when I'm in the moment, try to free it up so that I can react quicker. In the same way, recently, is almost like a practice, you know, I'm trying to, and it's, and it's been helpful to let my awareness, again, that type of awareness I just referenced outside of movement, but to let that float and to let it kind of be where it needs to be. For instance, I don't know if you've ever needed, really needed to get something done and your, your body kind of was breaking down on you or maybe not breaking down in the way that's shutting you down, but there's like some nagging thing here or some nagging thing there. And what I've tried to do is to allow that awareness to float and if it lands and then stays stuck to something that it is worth focusing on. You know, that my focus is sort of where my, my mindful intent on something and my awareness is the light that sees that action. Sometimes it's the, if we think of awareness as light, you know, as it often is referred to, then where there are places where awareness is not, um, of course if awareness were like sunlight, then there are places where it is not that are dead. Because there is no light of awareness there. And those dead places are what our friends call our blind spots. They're the places that about us, the things about us that we're not even aware of. And so it's not that we necessarily are a certain way but we've just never put our awareness on something and never given that part of us a chance to grow as we have the other parts that people can see so if we can let the awareness float around let it move between stories and between necessities then we can start to get a greater picture. And like the swordsman, we become a more nimble mover, a more efficient mover, and it may even save our life. 
you've been moving this whole time, you've been going 24 minutes. Congrats. I really think that the long um, sessions of movement, particularly cardio, really free up the awareness. That after your session of movement and cardio, that your awareness uh, physically is free. And I just want to make sure that we're clear here. These are physical things that I'm talking about. Of course, the mind has got labels for them, but awareness is like a physical feeling. I imagine that a lot of you, like a lot of my students, when I said to move your awareness to the left hand, it felt differently. And there are many people that believe that awareness is like a high vibration that we could all tap into if we were all aware, if we gave the sun a chance to shine on all the parts of us, that we would be a uh, more harmonious group. That if we could expand our awareness and step out of our judgment, that we could um, do amazing things, get along. Thank you for listening to the Future Hero Podcast. My name is Baxter. This music is Rakja. He is on SoundCloud as Rakja, R-A-K-J-A, all one word, Rakja. Thank you, sir, for letting me use your music. It's been dope. If you guys dig what I'm doing, I could appreciate some likes, shares, follows, whatever you can do. That's kind of how we get the word out, and I would really appreciate it. If you don't like to come to SoundCloud, I hope you know that you can subscribe to me on iTunes. It's the Future Hero Podcast there. If you'd like to send me your music, you can send it to Baxter at futureheropodcast.com. I would love to hear it. Thank you guys, and I hope you have an amazing week. <laughs>